Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, now, the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast. And as Patty mentioned this morning, the lead singer of the Cranberries, it's kind of a surprise, Dolores O'Riordan, who's a very low-profile lady. I mean, she traveled with the band, Irish group. And uh, if you don't, if the name doesn't, automatically light up in your head. The voice of an angel, huh? Uh, her voice is just beautiful. Dolores O'Riordan. She had had, like I mentioned earlier, she uh, she suffered from depression. And bipolar. And had a mental breakdown. Yeah. She says some of her emotional problems came from her being abused as a child, mm-hmm. which, is always, uh, which is always suspect uh, when someone... Has a depressive uh, has a, the history of depression. Although someone spoke with her at like the night before, like midnight, and said that she was in really good spirits and feeling terrific. So, I think sometimes I guess we'll find out when you're going through things like that. You put you have two faces, right? And a lot of times you say one. Yeah, thing. you're absolutely right. You sort of you present one thing to the people that you feel need to see that. Correct. Yeah, you're absolutely. You don't right. want to be Debbie Downer. You don't want to be all. You know all. all yeah, but, well, and it was a it was a guy from her record company that she'd spoken to, and maybe she just you know right. it's hard to know. I mean, we don't know because they they said there the police had looked at it and said there was nothing suspicious in terms of a couple of years ago. Else. I think it was like maybe. Five or six years ago, she tried to kill herself. She did. Oh, she did. Took yep. a drug overdose. Yeah. yeah. There's another strange story. It's out of Texas. A six-year-old girl tried to throw herself from a second-floor window after she after her mother gave her that Tamiflu. Oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> Which is what they're telling people if, you know, if you've been exposed to anybody with this really virulent form of the flu, you should take Tamiflu. Yeah. But, she, you know, God, a little bit of just that fluke. Her, her father said. Well, but the problem is, is flukes are <laughs> not good in the drug yeah. world. Yeah, you don't. All you need is one. That's true. Uh, she used her desk to climb up on it. She was about to jump out the window mm-hmm. when uh, the mother came in and grabbed her. <laughs> and the dad said his wife opted to give her daughter the drug, which was approved by the FDA. To ward off flu symptoms, it's approved for kids as young as two years old. While extreme side effects are rare, they aren't impossible. It's 1% in the data sheet, it says. Guy says, uh, doctor says, I've been in practice 20 years, and I have not seen that particular complication. But, you know, all it takes is one if it's your kid. You know. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I'm looking at all the side effects, and that's not listed that you know any kind of mental the girl was hallucinating the six-year-old was hallucinating so <laughs> I, i've taken some of that flu medication and it kind of it's like you're drinking sometimes right uh, yeah well that's kind of yeah gives you a little um, buzz you know and yeah. you're kind of spinning around is the bit. tamiflu the one that you put in like tea and you have to drink no 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 it's a it's a prescription drug oh is a... yeah no 
Tamiflu is? I'm pretty certain Tamiflu is a prescription drug. Yeah. There is a flu medicine over the counter that you put in the tea that you could drink, oh, but it's not Tamiflu. Tamiflu. Yeah, there is. There's a couple of uh, pretty potent cold and flu medications. Oh, absolutely. They can really do a number yeah. on you. Yeah. Remember that bit the guy used to do about the uh, Tylenol? The yeah. Tylenol that you drink, you know, you know mm-hmm. I'm on the floor over here in the kitchen. I'm on the floor. I took one well, little Well, Ni- Nyquil will knock you out, but not... Well, not PM, yeah, yeah, people did the Tylenol PM, yeah. Yeah, pretty It crazy. does knock you out. That stuff is strong. You know, the kid that uh, changed the course of football history mm-hmm. Sunday evening, a guy named Marcus Williams, he plays for the New Orleans Saints. He's the guy who embarrassed himself. Probably did play for the Saints. Mm. <laughs> Poor guy. They had that. They had that wrapped up, man. They were going to be playing this next weekend, and all of a sudden, this guy, what's his name, Diggs, Stefan Diggs. This, this He's little... okay if you forget his name at this moment. <laughs> no, no, Stefan's the guy that made the touchdown. Oh, oh. The other guy is Marcus Williams. He's oh, the one that oh. says. I'm going to take it upon myself to do everything I can to never let that happen again. Oh, good job. If it happens again, it means I shouldn't be playing. Aw. But he did, he did stand in front of his locker and, and didn't run away like a lot of players do in the NFL. Right, right. He took complete responsibility. He says, I will not let one play define the type of man or player that I well, am. Well, good for him. Or yeah. will be. Good for him. I In like the meantime, that. there's a lot of New Orleans Saints fans uh, who, who are very upset with him. Well, you know what? I, I love his attitude, and that's more important than a stupid game. Sorry, guys. Mr. Diggs scored the game-winning 61-yard touchdown and uh, sent... The deliriously happy Minnesota Vikings fans. <laughs> deliriously. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What a game. It's funny. I, we, we had a uh, guy's golfing trip, and uh, we combined golf with watching some football. We had a little football pool going. It was a guy's weekend. <laughs> and uh, some, some of the fellas, you know, after a long afternoon of watching football and playing golf in the morning, we had a the pool was basically decided. The guy who had the, the Saints right. want, wanted his money, wanted to get out of there, so we gave him the money. <laughs> he was in the car. <laughs> he missed the play. We oh. had to run out. We hey, had to run out. Hey, hey, we had to run back. out and Did get him. Did he step on the gas? <laughs> <laughs> we had to run out and get him and get the money back and give it to the other guy. Oh. How about my money, <laughs> man. That's funny. That for bringing that purple rain. <laughs> a Minneapolis miracle. There you go. I would say they were a little bit excited. <laughs> yeah, I would say that too. Well, the funny thing about it is, if they win this coming Sunday, they'll be <laughs> the just... first team to ever play the Super Bowl in their home in their oh, home arena. Right. That would be the amazing. first. Wow, yeah, first time in Wait, what NFL is this? Fifty-two history. years? Fifty-three? Yeah, yeah. It's Super Bowl fifty-two. Yeah, 52. that's pretty amazing. And now, uh, if you're one of the few people who care that haven't seen it, they have it on YouTube, and somebody posted the clip using the theme from the Titanic. 
in the background. <laughs> so you see. I want to know how Brad Blanks got on the field for that excite, oh, exact moment. You don't know him like we know him. Yeah, well, he gets anywhere. It's incredible. You knew. I just turn on Facebook and there's Brad right in the yeah. middle of the play. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I got, like, how did I got the text. Well, go ahead, uh, to go jump in some cold water. Two hours later, he's on the football field. I know. He's Pretty a- amazing. He'll be here to explain the whole thing later. But most incredible play I've ever seen. And I watch a lot of football. Boy. <laughs> Brad Blank's just back from an amazing trip up to the great state of Minnesota. The whole thing is rather befuddling to me because he went up there to take a dip in a sub-freezing a body of water, right? Yeah, one of your friends invited me up to a small town in North Minnesota called Hackensack, a town of three hundred. And uh, when good... I say one, when you say one of my friends, he happens to be a radio guy. He's like the number one morning guy in Minnesota. Yeah, and he said, uh, "There's this great town. They have a, a big festival called Back to Hack, and it, the town swells from three hundred to three hundred and twenty. Does that include you? Yeah, including me. <laughs> yes, two people. Yes. Um, and." Uh, so the whole festival is leading up to the big moment of the plunge. And, and I said, yeah, I'll do it. I'll, I'll have a go. But leading up to the plunge, everyone's saying to me, you're crazy. Don't do it. It was below zero there. Yeah, it was 20, 25 below zero. It would be about 8.30 in the morning when I'd Forgot go and have to toss that in yes. there. Yes. Below oh 25. And uh, so the big plunge day came. And I actually started getting scared because the locals started telling me what happens to you post-plunge. Yeah. You know, you, Parts yeah. fall your heart, off. Yeah, your heart, yeah, you lose hair. Um, all sorts of thing, bad things oh, happen. Oh, good. You're safe from that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so I was very nervous, very scared. It led up to the big moment, and I stood on the edge there in my board shorts, and it was minus 10 degrees. Oh, it warmed up. It warmed up, yeah, and I jumped, Scott. I jumped in the icy cold water, and this is on a lake, so I'm jumping into a lake, Why wasn't it frozen? No, they cut it. They uh, the day before they get oh, down there, and they cut, cut a massive hole. It's a in good the... thing you've okay. already had all the children that you need. Y- yes, <laughs> yeah, there, are, there are a lot of those shrinkage jokes. You won't be going for that yeah, fourth yeah. child. So you? I jumped in, I and I loved it. I got out and I was so pumped up, and the crowd went crazy. And I went inside, went to this little fish hut. They had a fish hut that was all heated up, and I went in there, and they said, "Brad, do you want to go again?" And I went. Yeah, yeah, all right. So I stupidly went again. What? And that's, and that's when everything fell off? Again? Yeah, it fell off. Yeah, I was yep. just being a show-off, Scott. And yeah. believe it or not, there's footage of this that we posted up on our Facebook page, right. facebook.com slash Scott Shannon WCBSFM, or you can see it on uh, Brad's Facebook page, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. But it's just Brad Blanks, facebook.com slash Brad Blanks, and you can see the live thing, and then when everyone baits me to go the second time. and uh, But I highly recommend it. Now, you know, we've got more, <laughs> more of the, right? yes. got more of Brad's weekend adventures in a second, because uh, I know, I, I knew he was up there, but I didn't know he was going to the football game. That's amazing. And we'll get into that in a second. But it looks like the Giants have found their man to lead the team to the Super Bowl eventually. (laughs) Eventually. It's not that animal from uh, the Patriots. Mm. Where's he going? Detroit, Louis? Yeah, yeah, McDaniels is going to go to uh, the Colts, I believe. All right. Yeah, so in the, in the and animal. Patricia, the animal. Patricia, Patricia. that's the animal. That's a oh, guy. Is that his, I didn't know that. Yeah, Patricia, that's him with the big that's beard. That's my name. It's yeah. <laughs> very big. Patricia the animal. The animal. Yeah. You're the one without the beard, though. Yeah, yeah. usually. Yeah. <laughs> I've guy. been a beard, but. I thought this guy would be perfect for the job. Straighten them all out. Oh, they wanted to go with an offensive guy. 
Yeah, so it looks like they're going to get the guy uh, who does the offense for the Minnesota Vikings, Pat Shermer. He will not be uh, announced until after the Vikings season is over. It could Mm. be this weekend or it might be in February. Mm. And the fans are rooting for February. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Well, most football fans in general are hoping the Vikings make it. Wouldn't well, you not? still got to. Hey, what about the Jaguars from mm-hmm. Jacksonville? What about the Eagles? With that Blake Bortles in there? Oh, yeah. He's your favorite quarterback, isn't he, Scott? Is he? Yeah, it's great. Odell's happy. Odell says, "Wow, this is great." Yeah, it's not. It's not official yet. Now, this <laughs> football game that happened Sunday evening was one for the record books. The Minnesota Vikings were done. They were cooked. They were baked. And all of a sudden, how much time was left? Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Ah, Ten seconds. Stephon Diggs catches the ball, a 61-yard touchdown. The New Orleans fans watching were stupefied. (laughs) And, Brad, you were in the building. In the building. How'd that happen? Yeah, uh, how I got in the building? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I found, I was standing outside the stadium asking people for tickets, and a spare one popped up. Really? So yeah, yeah, we got to turn up to these things. You got to get in yeah, position. Yeah, yeah, he's been, yeah. He's been, yeah. This guy was watching television, and he saw the TV clip of Brad, the big DA from New York, jumping into the <laughs> oh. uh, ice water lake. Oh, that's that's how that yeah, that's how it happened. He paid zero for the ticket. That's right. And got in good seats and lovely people in Minnesota. They they, they thought I was, but, and they kind of thought I was like an exchange student as well, being from Australia. Right. That they were educating me on, on the Vikings way. But I, I look through that game. They were up seventeen zero in the first half, so it was great fun. Everyone's happy, and then all of a sudden, Breeze started throwing the ball oh around, and everyone got sad. People were crying. And there was a little bit of brawling going on, too, towards the I'm end sure. of the game. they drinking a little bit? Drinking a lot, yeah. yeah they're big That's drinkers, super. Vikings. Yeah, especially in the cold. And That's the right. Folks who are watching on television heard some restrained, you know, kind of announcers. But for the people who were listening to the local sports station, they had a little different take on that touchdown that won the game. Yeah. <laughs> those guys have no voice today. It's, how about it's those characters? Oh. Heckle and Jekyll. Yeah. I love it. In the booth. So good. But no one thought it happened. Like mm-hmm. it, it, When he caught the ball, everyone's trying to get him to go out of bounds so they could do the field goal. Yeah. And he kept running and kept running. And then he actually got the touchdown. And the stadium was like, huh? What happened? What happened? Did we, we, did we win? Did we win? Did we win? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> everyone's just hugging and crying. The cro- it was hell to heaven. Frozen heaven. tears. It was, <laughs> that was it. They, they were so confident that they were going to go to the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is being held in, in that the, building. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. For the and if they make it, if they win this weekend, mm-hmm. it'll be the first time in history. Fifty three years. Fifty two years. Yeah, yeah. That the home team in the Super Bowl is in it. Is in their own. Never stadium. happened before. Oh, it'll be good fun. They're lovely people out there too. You know, they do big things. They're, they're so nice, and they say up on the big board through the whole game, "We're not going to be nice today. We're not going to be nice." It just goes through the, through the whole game. Like they're very right, right, nice right. people, Minnesotans. <laughs> yeah, so. I'll tell you what, yeah. that Stefan Diggs is a humble guy. Yeah, would he? How good was his post interview? Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. But he was running around, he was waving. He was so happy. Happy, yeah. But he he's, he is humble. He's quite. He goes tomorrow. I start squats. I'm back in the gym. Yeah. How do they determine who the home team is for the Super Bowl? Yeah, good 
The one who won, I think, the year before, who won the, I don't know, I read it this morning earlier, but if you won your division, every other year they alternate. I All right. Yeah. So they could actually not be the home team in right. their own stadium. Yeah. They're not going to be. <laughs> yeah. If they go, they're well, not the, they're home, not the team. home team. They have to use the That's visitor's funny. locker room. Oh, really? Yes. Do they really? Yep. Wow. <laughs> and that and that poor guy from the Saints. Oh, they're all over. I him. loved what he had to say though. I think he was, you he, know. He says this play, one play will not define me as a man uh, or a player, but it was a pretty ridiculous thing that yeah. happened. Well, P- Patty, you'd love the chance. Skull. 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 Skull and the whole stadium afterwards. It went for like 10 minutes with the skull chant, you yeah. know. It was great. And then they were trying to get them to do the extra point, and they couldn't. Yeah, like, get, they on, couldn't. The yeah, get right. on the field. Get on the field. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't want. And New Orleans they wanted yeah. nothing to no, do. Right. With and the only per- people caring about the extra point were people in Las Vegas. Yeah, that extra yeah. point yeah. was huge, exactly. huge. <laughs> well, a lot of people thought they already won money. No. Yeah, and then including they, your buddy. Yeah, yeah. My, my buddy was already out the door with the money. He had to come back. You chased him down the driveway, didn't you? <laughs> Bring that money back. We got a different winner. 837. Thank you, Brad. Good job, my friend. This morning, Brad was sitting there telling me, you know, telling me all about the thrill of being in the house for the Minnesota Miracle. And at the end of the uh, the whole thing, he says, yeah, everybody was yelling. What the hell? Skull. Was it? Skull. Skull. So I'm going like this. I said, I don't know what he's talking about, <laughs> but I guess I better shut up because I might sound like a dummy. No, no, no. Do you know what that means, John? Uh, skull? Yeah. Doesn't it mean it's like a l'chaim, isn't it? Similar, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah it's That's like cheers. Closer yeah. than I, like, but, but Does that actual... mean dilly dilly? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it, it's like to life, it's to, to, to living, to, to, you know. But it's actually based on the fact that there was this bowl called a skull that that people in Scandinavia would fill with beer and they'd pass it around to each other. Because the Minnesota Vikings, right. the football team, and a lot of people in that area, I guess, have immigrated from those other countries. Right. No, it's very heavy, heavily Scandinavian there. And they've used that as their fight song, a Vikings skull or skull yeah. Vikings, since 1961, since the team formed. And I was in the dark over here. You were in the dark. You were thinking it was the chewing tobacco? Yeah, I thought, why were they <laughs> yelling that? So well, Brad, it, I asked Brad the minute I turned him on. What's that mean, Brad? I don't yeah. want to sound like a dummy. It was pretty great. Sean Payton, the coach of uh, New Orleans Saints, was actually mocking the skull chant with a minute to go. <laughs> he was? Yeah, there's a bit of controversy surrounding oh, that. Oh, boy. Very, Does yeah. he feel like an idiot? Oh. Yeah, because they, they all clap with their hands up. Yeah, and they, yeah, and they bang this massive steel drum in the stadium as they chant, Skull! Hey, skull! What? Skull! Hey, uh, you know, Brad has a, uh, another camera. Did you post that yet? Yeah, I've posted it. On, yeah. He's got yeah. another, the, the uh, a different camera view mm-hmm. from the touchdown from the end zone where he ran it. And then afterwards, all the players ran into the tunnel back to the locker room, which they won't be able to use. Right. If they make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> it, it looked like, it, after you got that touchdown, it looked like Forrest Gump. Remember when Forrest runs into the... Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, off the field? But it's, it's really a, it's a different camera angle that I've seen, and I've seen that. I've seen the thing uh, replayed like 50 times already. It's amazing. Radio.com. Dot com. 
CBS FM as we drag Patty Steele back to the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I need to be dragged today. She got the daily dirt. The entertainment update is on. Oh, this is weird. Remember one of the more sort of loved bachelors, Nick Vial? He was a runner-up twice on The Bachelorette. Then he was the bachelor. He, pro- he, have a gr- he proposed to yeah. Vanessa Grimaldi, exactly. But a, how long? A special ed teacher from Montreal in the season finale. They broke up the following August. Oh. Well, it looks like he's found love with Mad Men star January Jones. Oh, she's hot. Yeah, no kidding. It all happened after January admitted on the James Corden show that she was a Bachelor superfan. She said she liked Nick because she didn't know if she liked him or she thought he was a dirtbag. That's not what she said. Hmm. And, uh, and she thought that was kind of interesting. Well, Nick actually had the guts to reach out to her to see if she'd do a limp-sync battle with him on the show, and the rest is history. You sound but, like you said a limp-sync. <laughs> they've been Hello. dating for two months now. <laughs> and just to confirm what Scott spoke about last week, there's been talk that race car driver Danica Patrick and NFL quarterback star Aaron Rodgers are an item. They now have confirmed it. She told reporters... Yes, Aaron and I are dating. She's full of spice, isn't she? <laughs> Both kids are coming off breakups. Aaron split from actress Olivia Munn in 2017, and Danica recently ended a five-year relationship with fellow NASCAR driver Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I thought she was going to marry that Ricky. They were pretty. They were close. Yeah. For, they were living. You know together what? After five years, it gets a little shakier. It does. Yeah, yeah. Gonna... You don't maybe, do it. Maybe don't do he, it early. Maybe he went like this. I don't want to get married right now. Right. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> or maybe she said that. Maybe yeah. she knew yeah. it was coming. See you later. This is the Shannon in the Morning Big Show Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.